daddy. Come on, you know who your daddy is. Who's your daddy? Dargo, tell him who his daddy is. I'm your daddy. I'm Rigel the 16th, domino to over 600 billion people. I don't need to talk to you. Spare me the techno babble gadget, girl. Let's just get on with it. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Geek Roundtable. This is episode number four. I am your host, Kenny, and joining me for this discussion, Josh, Adam, Anne, and John. And today's topic is Farscape. I'm going to cut this intro short because we had such a great conversation, I want to get right into it. So let's go ahead and take a listen to our discussion on Farscape. All right, it's time for our main topic. On this episode, we're discussing Farscape. Joining me, I have some great Farscape experts. I have John. Hello. Anne. How you doing? Adam. Hi, how are you? And Josh. Hello. I gotta say, there's a lot of expectation you just put on us calling yeah. yourself experts. Uh, experts? Uh, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm ready. <laughs> I need to get my mom here, actually, because she's more of an expert than me. <laughs> All right, so let's start off. This is going to be a, a, a good question for everyone. Okay. Why do you enjoy Farscape? Anne. It's a bunch of misfits. I love <laughs> misfits, you guys. And you get thrown... Okay, first of all, you have John Crichton who gets thrown into this like world of like what's happening. And he gets to meet these crazy, wonderful characters. I, I guess yeah. that's... I, I love the quirks of every single one of them. So unique. So, yeah, and yes. it's, it's so different, too. I, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> not a single character is just blah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every single one is so rich and fascinating yeah. and complex. And yeah. It's, yeah, it's hard to pass that up. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah same reason for me. It's uh, everything everyone else said, but I also <laughs> love... Uh, they took... They did little things that uh, sci-fi things, uh, sci-fi shows and series uh, don't do, which is they took two seconds to add dentix and <laughs> translator microbes, totally, uh, yeah. so that nobody's like, why does everyone understand each other? <laughs> How do you brush your teeth when you're in space for years? Yes. Um, <laughs> but what I love is, like you said, each each uh, I don't want to call them species, but like each alien race species yeah. uh, has very specific things about them. Mm-hmm. That don't. It's not a thing where it's like it's it's brought up and then never comes back. Mm-hmm. The Luxon tongue thing yeah. and the uh, the tattoos yep. and mm-hmm. the uh, the thing where he gets injured and you have to yeah, beat it until the blood runs yeah, clear. Yeah. Yeah. That comes up a billion times. Yeah. Uh, Sebations can't handle heat. Comes yeah. up a billion yeah, times. Yeah, that, that was yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Delvians are plants. That mm-hmm. comes up a billion times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's that kind of stuff where. They bring up, like, this is a thing that is with the uh, Rigel's helium parts. <laughs> I remember I was watching an episode just recently, and I'm like, oh my god. But I love I love that something is brought up about the physiology yes. of these creatures, yes. and then it continues to recur, mm-hmm. rather than just disappearing into the ether. Agreed. It yeah. keeps yeah. them real. It's not, just yeah. a, it's not just a hook to say, oh, look how different they are than mm-hmm. humans. La, la, la. Now they're mm-hmm. just acting like other humans. Like, they're yeah. surprisingly humanistic. Yeah. Right. Yes. Actually, yeah. Like, for a whole Star Trek, they're all like humanoid, yeah. but like, and like, the Klingons are the yeah. war race, and the Vulcans mm-hmm. are very logical. Yeah. Like, there's no, yeah. 
there isn't as much of the physiological differences between these races, which is important because, I mean, a lot of them are humanoid, but, like, Rigel has to be so different. He has four stomachs, (laughs) which is why he eats all the time. Like, there's so much about each of these races that makes Mm -hmm. them so different from each other, and I think that's what Mm -hmm. uh, keeps it very interesting. Cool. John? I love the chances that the writers took. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, true. Like, it was Mm -hmm. serious. I would kill... To have been in that, the writer's room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Coming up with the storylines they're doing. And I I would expect a lot of it was like, yeah, screw it. Let's try this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's see if we can write ourselves out of this, yeah. this corner that we put ourselves in. Because yeah. it's just... I, I came into the series during... Would have been season three. Oh, wow. wow. Oh, okay. Yay. And I was like... What is going on? <laughs> Why is this episode animated? Ah, wait a minute. But he was with different people on yeah. another ship last time. Why would... Did we skip something? Yeah, oh my no, that's, something. that's no, it. This is just, I, um, it's, but it was so... I loved it. Oh, yeah. I loved that aspect of it. That they were just... They were willing to try absolutely yeah. anything and yeah. they had their rules yes yeah. and they stuck by them steadfastly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but they had all of these other things that just kind of worked within it it was immediately fascinating it was fun I just yeah. it's fun, fun. yeah, yeah. 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 even yeah. It, it could it could range from serious yeah. to fun totally yeah, yeah. For, for the first time to me in a lot of ways Farscape felt alien Yes. You know, yeah. like oh, yeah. all all other sci-fi, it feels like humans are are the focus, and there's aliens around okay. th- to illustrate yeah. how interesting humans are. Right. right. And but with Farscape, it like John Crichton is the most useless, <laughs> naive, <laughs> stupid character, and they call him out for it. Yeah. All the time. yeah. yeah. And you're like, <laughs> you are such a waste of space. You're thing, a he's, human. He's you... smarter than all of yes, them. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I always call him. What I, call, I always call him Space Bro because <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, or, because because he's an astronaut. He is smarter than yes, all of them. Right. He, he he saves them. Almost every episode, yep. yes. Yeah. But culturally, yeah. like, every, but everything yeah. involved in their world, he right. doesn't yeah. know anything yeah. about, yeah. and that's what makes it fun. Is to, to them, he's an idiot, but, right. he keeps, but he keeps solving all of their right. problems. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, how can you be so stupid when you're so smart? And then he's like, give me some chalk. I need to write something yeah. on the floor of the yeah. stage yeah. so I can save us from this situation. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah, like living ships. Yeah. Oh, oh I love so living ships. Cool. Yeah. That was probably one of my favorite yeah, things. Favorite, and Moya. Moya. What? And Moya. She's one of my favorite characters. Like, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Moya's amazing. How yeah. incredible to have a character so deep and rich and complex never says a word yep uh, it's debatable there's the, there's some there's there's uh, so, like one episode where you hear her voice where she talks to Zan yeah but, but that's, that's talking about to Zan it. it's yeah. a little right. different Zan. I mean everything talks well, like, to Zan but in, but in general oh, and then uh, and, and then there's the light flashing from the DRDs yeah but, like, but, it's but like, there's never like a com- no there's no there, yeah there's no voice there's no there are no words that that communicate her character to you but all Other than pilot, 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 yeah. 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 he interprets her. Yeah. Pilot, he interprets. Yeah, pilot, pilot had his own. Pilot is single-handedly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pilot is single-handedly oh, one of the greatest 
characters I've ever seen aside from uh, oh, yeah. uh, an entire race that is confined to yeah. Leviathans yeah. Uh, yeah. and they have to choose that or else they'll never leave their planet yeah. uh, he, and, 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 and the origin of him yeah. oh, oh, wow. Wow. when you finally find out how he ended up as pilot to Moya, Moya is just and you're just like terrified and disgusted and heartbroken and mm-hmm. all at the same so time. Good. Yeah. There's just a richness to that story. And, the, and, and there's the biological yeah. connection between the pilot yeah. and the Leviathan yeah. to where yeah. like if Moya's having issues, pilot's having issues or yeah. vice versa. Does. And then there's so many episodes where something's going wrong with the ship and they don't realize it until yeah. pilot starts acting weird or pilot goes unconscious. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Things like that. Yeah. And that that's a great addition yeah, to, to the entire dynamic of yeah. the crew. Yeah, because it's their right. home. It's yes. their space, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. How about you, Kenny? Uh, why do I like it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't come into it until years after, because mm-hmm. it was on Showtime, right? No. It was on It was on cable. Yes. Yeah. I don't yes. think I had the cable at, at the time. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. I missed it. I found okay. it accidentally, because they started syndicating it on WGN, I think. Oh, And so what happened was, I was was in, yeah, and I was in high school, and I was working at this ice cream place, and (laughs) it was like my first year of high school or something, and uh, I had been working there long enough that I would come in like on Sunday Mm -hmm. at 10 a.m., and so nobody's going to show up, and we had like hot dogs and things like that, but nobody's going to show up till probably around noon. And so I'd go up in the office, and there were cameras so I could see if mm-hmm. anybody came up, but there was this little TV, and it only had, like, the basic yeah. channels. <laughs> and one of them was WGN, and I remember one day finding this weird show, and uh, you just turn it on, and you see the creatures, mostly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, and Space Wharf, and, yeah. uh, like, and the, yeah. and the blue, yeah. Yeah. like, Space yeah, yeah, yeah. Wharf, and Blue Lady, and <laughs> the little dude in the flying thing, like, <laughs> and you have no idea, and I had no idea what this was, yeah. and then I watched, and I would catch occasional episodes of it, and be like, what is this? This is, this is so weird, but I love it, and mm-hmm. then it wasn't till I got to college that I was able to actually, like, watch the mm-hmm. entire oh, okay. thing from mm-hmm. beginning to end, okay. but that's, that's the beauty of the show, is yeah. I saw episodes out of order random episodes mm-hmm. and was like I don't know what this is but I love everything yeah. about it yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely mm-hmm. yeah. cool let's go ahead and pick our favorite character oh, that's so hard it, it is it is insanely um... hard so uh, all right, uh, so I usually most people at this point would go Adam's gonna say Crichton because he's the prettiest it's a recurring <laughs> theme with me um, but uh, but um, is he the prettiest yeah well, <laughs> He's awfully pretty, but um, <laughs> but there's oh it's oh I was about to say Zan because she's no. Zan and she's, she's the yeah. prettiest she is the prettiest <laughs> she's amazing but then every time I start to pick anybody other than Chiana I always come back to Chiana <laughs> because there I mean the 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 depth that that character reaches that she goes through the arc of her entire path through the whole series just her backstory she, yeah. 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 yeah yeah I mean mm-hmm. she starts out so interesting and then gets so much more interesting mm-hmm. and, yeah. and Gigi Edgeley is just fantastic yeah. she's and her entire body creates this character that physicalization yeah, the weird whenever, yeah. whenever yeah. the way she moves yeah. whenever, yeah. whenever yeah, I whenever I talk uh, whenever I talk to people uh, about D and D, and they talk, and I talk, try to talk to them about getting into character. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is one of my favorite examples to bring mm-hmm. up because well, the yeah. way she talks yeah. and moves is yeah. incredible, and it's different. And yes, it's, mm-hmm. if you because if you are talking in character, but you're just talking like right. I'm talking right mm-hmm. now, you yeah. don't. It doesn't mean anything. Right. But 
if you start talking the way she talks and you start yeah. and like you, you do right. the movements, that's her. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's you're Chiana. adding the specificity right. no longer to the yeah. Yeah. Right. You're, you're Chiana. Mm-hmm. Well, and like, so Dargo looks alien. Zan looks alien. Right. Rigel looks alien. Pilot looks alien. Chiana She's close. feels alien. Yes. She moves mm, alien. Nice. She talks alien. You know, she... I get you. So so she's not that different physically other than her coloring mm-hmm. than a human, but but her entire movement, her entire physiology is she's so very, different. She's very cat-like. Yeah. Like she gets up, like, very she'll cat. jump up on stuff. I was just and, thinking that, too. Yeah. Very yeah. kind of feline. And it's, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. she's so beautifully portrayed, and I just I just love her. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And? Oh, um, I really don't know. I, I have to say, I, I do really like Crichton, actually, mm-hmm. yeah. quite a bit, because what he goes through mentally <laughs> in every single, like, season, especially season two and three, he has oh Harvey, and then he yeah. has... His twin his other Crichton. Other Crichton. Oh, yeah. oh man. Yeah, that's I, where that's, I came into the show. That's why yeah, I, was I, was, I was like, that's where you came <laughs> right. in. Because he's like, wait, he was on that ship. What is he on that ship? <laughs> that was um, crazy. Yeah. Uh, something yeah. about, I just, I, and, and he's, the, he's, he's the audience. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. Something, oh, yeah. I think why I latched on to yeah. him so quickly, too, as uh, an audience member when I started watching it. Again, I thank my mom. But yeah, I, I, I have to say, he's my favorite. It's the culture, like a lot of cultural references a lot of mm-hmm. yeah, just I, a lot I, of needing explanation yeah. for things because we need explanation. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just yeah. loved what he did with the character and what he right, had to yeah. do, and he had to go through some crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just like, yeah. that's frilling awesome. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I guess that's my the favorite. fact that he calls Harvey Harvey. I know. Is, I'm just like, is, is the most. I'm like, I'm is done. the biggest yeah. cultural yeah. reference right. of all time. I love I'm like, that. I'm, uh, that's that's yeah. That's yeah. that's how I would be if I was. Yeah. So John? Erin, because she's the prettiest. Yeah! <laughs> she is pretty badass, too. Actually, I like Stark a lot. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I find, mm-hmm. I just, I mean, he wasn't in the show much. Mm-hmm. What, maybe a total of a season? Yeah, uh, I would say a season and a half between him coming back and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, he disappears yeah. for a while yeah. before yeah. he comes back. Yeah, yeah. I just, true. I thought, He's I thought it was interesting. I, I was... The taking the mask off and the, the yeah. power he has, I thought it was really fascinating. Yeah, I just found it followed very, very closely by Zan. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, no, she's God, great. She's yeah. just, I mean, I could do a whole so podcast on Zan. She's so amazing. <laughs> and and when she sacrifices herself, oh. it was. Yeah. Like there are there are many moments uh, in me this too. show <laughs> that I think are. Gut wrenching. Oh god, yeah, yeah. Um, and the two specifically are Zan giving yeah. herself up, yeah, and Aaron pushing Crichton away. When, well, when essentially when the one Crichton dies, yeah, yeah. yeah. yes, yeah, yes. But oh, then also watching in, oh, that's ancillary yes. to that when other Crichton, Crichton comes Crichton back with so much hope, mm-hmm. and yeah. she's like devastation. No, it's yeah. just, oh. yeah. It, it, I think that's one of the things about the show that yeah. is absolutely amazing is the. They're aliens, right? Yeah, but they connect on such a human yeah. level. Yeah, human level. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. I'll go next. Yeah, yeah Josh gets probably talk for a while. So. <laughs> I'll get mine in real mine's, quick. Mine's yeah. real simple. Oh, okay, uh, mine's pilot. 
Oh, I just, no, I've yeah, always enjoyed character. Twilight, and yeah. I I like the later seasons where they start expanding yeah. on his mm-hmm, backstory. Definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I've always I mean, Mo- I, actually Moya would probably be my oh, favorite nice. character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love the idea of a living ship. Yeah, yeah. So, so those cool. two connected. Yeah, those two would probably be my favorite. Well, mm-hmm. I think also Pilot is extra surprising because the way he's first introduced, you assume he's just like he's just this information. Yeah, yeah. character. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, he's just there to changes, tell you what Moya is. The about. first the first episode yeah. it changes is when they cut off. His arm. Yes. Oh, that's, oh yes. That, right. From that episode on is yeah. when it, like it starts yeah. off just yeah. like he's the pilot, and then from that episode on, it immediately skyrockets <laughs> into him becoming yeah. a regular character. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah because they sure. did something so terrible to him. Mm-hmm. So horrible. Yeah. Uh, How about you, Josh? Eighteen uh, twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, eight, although I have a Roomba and I named it eighteen twelve. Eighteen twelve is one of the best characters nice. that show. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. God. Him leading an army at the RDS. Why so not? Good. I love 1812. 1812. It's such a John Crichton thing to, to paint him red, white, and blue well, and, teach yeah. him, and teach him the, the uh, William to, or not the William Tell, uh, whatever yeah, the classic yeah, battle him. It's battle yeah. him, right? Yeah. No, it's. <laughs> it's that song. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, sorry, it's the 1812 over. 1812 Of course. No, yeah. It's battle him, right? Weird. But 1812 is amazing. But my favorite character is Aaron's son. Aaron's son is pretty much. Yeah. One of the best written, yeah. strong female characters I've ever seen yeah. on television. She's she she also mm-hmm. she also has she also makes the even despite Crichton she makes the greatest character changes mm-hmm. over the course oh, of that yeah. series. She does, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> because Crichton weirdly comes to just start accepting things. <laughs> Aaron has to go from born and bred soldier mm-hmm. to crew member on a ship full of aliens who other than Creighton all hate you mm-hmm. and she or hates outlaws. and yes. she hates yeah. Yeah. and then there's the becoming part of the crew and then there's falling in love with Creighton and then losing a Creighton to come back to Ooh. another Creighton mm-hmm. there's everything involved with Talon and Crace yeah. yes uh, right there's there's every every time she has to like go back onto a Sebastian ship yeah or deal with peacekeepers in general. There's the thing with can't remember the girl's name. The other peacekeeper girl that the engineer that's not terrible. But everything involved oh, with yeah. her. Oh, because she gets super jealous because mm-hmm. she should because Crichton likes her first. But it's <laughs> it's the, the immense amount of all, a change between the the what she started as and what she ends up as mm-hmm. is so drastic. Yeah. yeah, even something as simple as trusting John. Because no one does for most yeah. of that series. And then <laughs> yeah. at a certain point, they finally start trusting him. And in fact, there's a certain point where it shifts where John is constantly trying to search for wormholes and do wormhole research. Mm-hmm. And everyone wants to leave except for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that, that's a weird, that is a weird change where everybody else is like, we just want to go home and we want to leave this area. And Aaron is the one arguing for him, mm-hmm. uh, which is a... A huge change from where it, where it began. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She is an amazingly strong character. Just, mm-hmm. just beautifully, yeah, beautifully just, written. She's right, so well, so yeah. 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 yeah, just Claudia I Black. Oh. Just she's amazing. She's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, so as you can tell, it's just like all these characters we love, and it's right. hard to, yeah, pick, it's hard one. to pick one. It's like there's like yes. one little thing between. Well, tomorrow I can say another character. Is right. My favorite. It's another great aspect of the show. Is yeah. it's not a yes, Crichton is our window into mm-hmm. it, but right. he's not. The answer is never going to be the old woman. 
<laughs> Although I loved she, her, she's, I loved her. She's fun, but she's yeah. she's not on long enough. I think. No, that's she, yeah, 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 she, yeah, she came in so yeah. late. If yeah, they had stuck long. with, you know, if there had been a fifth season, she might have been around more, and we might have. Yeah, her as po- much possibly. Too. Yeah, yeah agree. Because I, yeah, I thought she was adorable. It's a great yeah. definition of an ensemble. Yeah, true. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah it, is. it is. There isn't one that sticks out. Yeah. at all, and they're mm-hmm. all explored really to the same depth. Oh, beautifully throughout the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We kind of touched on this. Each season of Farscape felt like it was a whole new oh, yeah. <laughs> series. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. you would watch season one, and then season two would start, and you're like, it's completely <laughs> storylines. Not even. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously they had carryover from the yeah. final finale to the new one, but yeah. but like season three and four, they each it kept changing constantly. Yeah. Did you like that aspect of the storytelling? I, I loved it. I felt like there, like there was never. There was never a given with Farscape, and and to me that made the stakes higher. So, like when when Aaron supposedly dies at the end of season two, I'm thinking she's dead. Or sorry, Kirsten. Frill, uh, she's Frill, dead. She's dead. <laughs> what the dread? She's you know, and like she really is dead. She's really not coming back. How can they do this to me? And then she's back, and I'm like, oh cool. And then Sand. No. <laughs> It's just, you can't you can't take anything for granted, and and uh, you might think, oh well, oh this season's gonna be about Scorpius, and then it's really not. Yeah. Talk about uh, a fun and, character there. Uh, well, there's, yeah, yeah. well, it starts off with with uh, oh my gosh, I just Crace. forgot his name, Crace. Yeah, Crace. Uh, yeah. It starts off with Crace, and then before season one's over, Scorpius comes in. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then and then we got Scorpius for a while, and then Graza comes in. Yeah, and yeah. It's, yeah. they they were not afraid to. Well, their whole the stint ante. on Earth, right? When they actually. Well, well, yeah, and I, I I do want to talk about because you brought it up a little bit. They they were not afraid to take chances. Mm-hmm. That show, as silly as it is at times, that show got dark so often. Oh, yeah. yeah, but it all yeah. but it was always good. Yeah. I always think about everything involving the Gianna's race uh, and the mind control. Yeah. Uh, there's the episode where they land on the asteroid covered in plants, and there's the bone eater mm-hmm. that needs calcium, oh, and like, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. and they. They leave her there for the peacekeepers to find. Oh, and the, the, the episode where th- there's the people like basically eating the dead leviathan. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You're Just right. You're right. Yeah. So disturbing and dark and, and the, the, terrifying. They weren't. They weren't afraid to go dark, but like yeah. it was always it was tempered with yeah. levity yeah. throughout. Right. Yeah. They, they usually frightens yeah. levity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Creighton. <laughs> they were, but they were so. It, it, I like. I like that they were able to balance it out, and they weren't. They weren't afraid to go dark or weird. Yeah. Um, oh, it went it weird. Really yeah, weird. weird probably one of my one of my two two probably two of my favorite episodes, in especially on the weird scale, is uh, there's a the moment they they get split into four different universes, yeah. and they have yes. to go through. And then uh, in, on a physiology thing, it's funny when Chiana isn't affected by the light one, mm-hmm. but then she's super affected by the sound. Yeah, universe like kinda... that kind of stuff mm-hmm. where where she where the physiology is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that episode was great because they got split into different universes and had to figure out how to come back. And mm-hmm. then uh, sort of in the same vein, when John gets stuck in time yeah. on oh, a time yeah. loop and he keeps trying to the fix it. Groundhog Day I love, episode. Yeah, the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, uh, it's the Groundhog Day one. I I, yeah. I like when they they went weird or in, in that case like super, sort, sort of tropey. Yes, but they mm-hmm. did it so well that it mm-hmm. never felt right. like uh, dipping into the yeah. trope. 
Like the one I w- I couldn't believe they pulled it off uh, was the animated episode. Yeah, mm. like, and they made it work, and they made it interesting and, yep. and important to the story. And you're like, they're never going to make this work. You're watching it like, well, this is Farscape's finally going to fail. <laughs> Whoa, they did it! Although, uh, <laughs> I will happily skip that episode. So will I? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. It's yeah, just it's just time. it's just John in a coma. Like it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. yeah. Nothing really. I, it was it. interesting to see within the you know within the the regular viewing mm-hmm. of it. But yeah. I've seen it. I don't. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's what you can have in the background. And maybe. also, if I'm showing the show, show to somebody, I might. Oh no, Yeah, you're not lose gonna, that disc. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to. Yeah. And then the it's other hardcore. The other piece yeah. of the show that has to be talked about is Jim Henson's. Oh, creature of shop oh, wow. so incredible I will never ever get out of my head the scientist from the Gene Splice episode oh, yeah. ever yeah. that is one of the yeah. greatest things I've ever seen in my life yeah it's terrifying yeah still and Pilot's incredible Rigel's incredible yeah just there's so many creatures that they create yeah that are so well made and well designed. Even the ones in the background yeah, you know, yeah. on a planet. Right. Right. Um I remember there was one, I think it was early in season one, where they need to God, I don't remember. I think Rigel's talking to him to get some crystals or something. Uh, it's in the first episode, I know. Is that the, the very first episode? The, the huge creature that just goes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah. Yeah. it's in yeah. one scene. Oh, right. Yeah. And it's, yeah. that thing is so yeah. cool. Yeah. 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 And that's it. Mm-hmm. But even like even the from the creatures to the prosthetics, yeah, all the luxons, mm-hmm. all the all the like the bone eater thing with all the spines on it, mm-hmm. uh, just there's so many well. Just oh the uh, the doctor, yeah, uh, yeah right. with the the breathing mask, yeah, all kinds yeah. of just great well designed creatures. The yeah. entire production design quality, of yeah. the entire show, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's just the Well, they had the visual effects, the ships, the costumes, the character designs, everything was just so, like, everything was varied and interesting Mm -hmm. and complex and had reasons behind it. Mm -hmm. It was just beautifully designed show. Yeah, it's like, the color gets me all the time with the Farscape. Mm -hmm. It's just like the the vibrancy of, Mm -hmm. like, each character and, like, the meanings behind them, too. It's just, like, it's gorgeous. I also love that Mm -hmm. they had, like, 14 hallways total, (laughs) and they made it, and they made it feel like an entire ship. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. All right, so, unfortunately, it got canceled after four seasons, and it ended... Not after. In the middle in of the yeah, wow. in the middle. yes, yeah, but, that's true. Yes, but they already they already shot. They, they already yeah. shot. They already filmed it, yeah. it, so they yeah. couldn't yeah. they couldn't end prop, right. you know end it properly. Yeah. yeah. So we have Crichton and Aaron mm-hmm. dying. Well, mm-hmm. sort of. We think we assume they get blown up into right. bits of pieces. Yes. They go into a lake. <laughs> Right. And then, and then, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because it's John Crichton, and he can't be happy. (laughs) He can't be. But then there was an uproar for fans. Yes. So they went back and they made a was it two hour peacekeeper? Was it four hour? Uh, I think it's two. Okay, it was a it was a mini series. They wanted to give this to fans, so they Mm -hmm. concluded it with the peace, and they call it the Peacekeeper Wars. Yes. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're back, and I like how they brought back Aaron and. And Crichton, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, that was cool. But did you think it was necessary? Yes, yes. Yeah. I, it, well, it, only it had been <laughs> specifically written with another s- season, right? Yes, in mind. It did. Yeah. yeah. The, only, the reason, the reason, I, the main reason I think it's nece- it was necessary was the way that it ended was weird enough that it needed to it needed an explanation. The right. like, yeah. if 
if it had just been like them on the boat and the and like a peacekeeper ship was ship was coming and they and it was like about to attack and it ended, I'd be fine with that because that's sort of like a and then in in their head it's like and then the adventures continued, etc. Yeah. But like to watch Aaron and Crichton get yeah. disintegrated yeah. and then just end forever would have been yeah, just to say that's super it. disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. I remember throwing popcorn at the screen. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, what? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm fine with characters dying in a story when it's important yeah. to the story that they die. Oh, and, um, and you're given the reason. And you're given, given the reason. Yes. yes. But, like, random killing that, you know, that has no understanding, gives you no understanding of what the overall story is right. and why mm-hmm. that's, you know, that really bugs me. Like, why did I spend these four years watching these incredibly mm-hmm. interesting people if they were just going to die at random for no yeah. reason? Right. It was designed to be the cliffhanger of all cliffhangers. Right. Yes. You can't then completely negate yeah. your audience and yeah. say, yeah. sorry. Well, I mean, it wasn't the even the yeah. show. It was no, it was yes. right. Yeah. Yeah. Sci-fi. sci-fi. And sci-fi. yes, and I've never forgiven sci-fi for this either. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, and uh, I actually now, like, I won't watch sci-fi shows until they've completed their run and they're out on DVD and I it's confirmed that the creators were allowed to finish their story. Okay. Um, because I after that and Warehouse 13 and uh, and uh, Eureka we're, I'm like we're sci-fi we're done. We're not going to talk about that. Yeah, we're not <laughs> sci-fi and I are not friends anymore. Another uh, yeah. topic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Topic um, for another time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Banyan is the sci-fi version Whedon. Very true. Except he except he got four seasons out of it. Yeah, That's he true. did. Mm-hmm. You're right. He did yeah. four. Now yeah. were you guys happy Buffy with the conclusion? I, yeah. you know, I was and I had a little rush. I have the did no. incomplete. It, no. it didn't. It felt it felt um it, like I would have loved to have a whole season, of course. but yeah. I felt satisfied with what the Peacekeeper Wars brought. Mm-hmm. And it 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 wrapped it up in an important way. The death that happened was actually for a reason, yeah. and and as gut wrenching as it was, and there are a few character deaths I've cried so hard about, but uh, but it it fit. Oh yeah, it was, it was appropriate. It was it was yeah. perfect. Yeah. yeah, like it was it was if 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 someone was going to die, it yeah. had to be him, yeah. and it had to be that way. Yeah, and it was yeah. and it was perfect. Like. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. there, any, any, if anyone else died, it either would have been it would have unim- it would have yeah. either been who cares or or not as not as important or like if you kill Crichton at the end, yeah. you're like well, that, that was that, been, that's literally who we've been following yeah. the entire time, and you're gonna yeah. kill yeah. like it would have yeah, yeah. 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 that kind of thing. Cool. Yeah. All right, so this is gonna be my last question. Okay, Farscape, it's cult favorite. Yeah, you know, amongst geeks and nerds, people either love it or they hate it, but. It never caught on with popularity like Firefly or Balsar Galactica. I think, Why do you think that is, John? I think there are multiple reasons. Okay. I think one is uh, it wasn't super accessible as far as just being able to visually to, to see it. Right. Yeah. You know, Firefly was Fox mm-hmm. had had automatic national distribution. Battlestar was a um, reboot of a of an early and it was show. after. I mean, we're we're looking at three years after at that right. point to right. yes. cable. Especially sci-fi and and the packages it was available on mm-hmm. when you when you subscribed yes. to either like I said, uh, I didn't have satellite that at the time. or something. It was a mm-hmm. special. Yeah. So it was really hard to see. Uh, I don't think part of it also. I think is you know, we're talking about a time when GeoCities was still a thing. 
I don't think it it benefited from a, an, an internet presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they uh, now I I don't know who was watched it when it was first on. I did. The broadcast schedule on Sci Fi yeah, was terrible. Was abysmal. Awful. Yeah, I mean, you would have. 12 episodes, and then they take a month and a half break, and then yep. you'd have eight episodes, and then they take a three month break, and yes. then they'd air the last four episodes mm. from the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was awful. And I, there was actually one that I, episode I remember they aired. They aired Act One, Act Two, Act Three, Act Three. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't give you the end. Oh. Mm. And this was the first, it was, it was unheard of that yeah. you would screw up something like that. Yeah. yeah. But it was just so poorly managed yeah. by sci-fi. I think also sci-fi was able to get more attention and do things like Battlestar Galactica, not because of Farscape, but because of the cancellation of Farscape yeah. generated so yes. much press yeah. that sci-fi suddenly became noticeable. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I think, yeah, so sadly, yeah. Uh, for those terrible people at sci-fi who are not my friends anymore, <laughs> they probably made the right move in a lot of ways because they got more press from canceling Farscape than yeah. they ever got from airing Farscape. I think, yeah. I think the two main reasons that people didn't like it or were, didn't it didn't catch on, the first main reason, I think, is that it was a show full of, as far as Hollywood is concerned, no one. Yeah. Like, well, there's that are puppets. But yeah. what but yeah. what I mean and is but what, but, yeah. but what I mean yeah. is it was right. no one like yeah. because they used a lot of Australian actors mm-hmm. and actresses mm-hmm. no one was recognizable and so when you're trying to get people to watch a show unfortunately if they see a bunch of people they don't know they're they're less likely to give it a shot yeah. which mm-hmm. is sad but it that's that's just yeah. the way it worked especially back then right. that mm-hmm. was the cuz now there are so many shows and so many of them are right. really good and mm-hmm. somebody works telling you to watch and you haven't caught it yeah. and you start watching it you don't know anybody and it's but it could be great yeah right. like mad men there is almost nobody recognizable mm-hmm. on that show and it's just yeah. incredible the other reason you sort of brought up is you stamped jim henson on top of it and unless you have people who understood what the creature shop does yeah their mind goes to the Muppets, mm-hmm. to Sesame Dark Street. Crystal, to Sesame mm-hmm. Street, to Labyrinth, mm-hmm. and they see it on a sci-fi show, and they go, "Well, this is Kitty, and this is for children, and yeah. I'm not going to watch it." And then, but then if they, and then I'm sure there were parents who might have turned it on for their kids, watched an episode, <laughs> and went, "This is not for kids," and then turned it off. Right. Yeah. So you're you're cutting out so many people because they don't understand what the Jim Henson Creature Shop does. Right. Yeah. for TV and movies and so there was like a prejudiced I feel like there was like a prejudiced look at the show well yeah. they ran into an issue too in the 90s I want to say they had their the uh, Jim Henson's story hour I can't remember what the name of it was Storyteller? Storyteller. Storyteller. Yes. Yeah. Which was prime time yeah. mm-hmm. was not aimed specifically at kids but people still felt like, well, why are you putting a kid show on right. at yeah. 9 o'clock at night? I mean, it's, it the was, same, it's the same thing. It was thing. the same problem that they ran. People and see Jim they've Hen- tried to rebrand themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I people mean, Dark see- Crystal isn't a kid's movie. No. 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 But no. I loved it as a It's closer to a kid's movie than Farscape would be for kids. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, but, that, but that's but what I mean. Like, like It's automatically the darkest. The darkest anyone would have seen up to that point, because no one watched Storyteller, would have been Dark Crystal. And even that is kiddie enough that anyone who is looking for a sci-fi show isn't going to watch Jim Henson. And going to watch this Jim Henson space show. Right. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, I to go with the guys. Uh, I think it was ahead of its time too. Oh yeah, and that's what oh, ultimately definitely. comes down to for me. If it was on now, I think it would be hugely successful in my mm-hmm. opinion. But it, I think it did pave the way for a lot of scripted sh- uh, shows with sci-fi mm-hmm. because of the cancellation of it and what the popularity did it became. Yeah. So you know, it was ahead of its time. Yeah, well, the, the Stargate <laughs> series. Yeah, that's what I was thinking that. too. I yeah. think As it really said, helped with Stargate. Right? Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't think Battlestar would have happened if Farscape would have never. If Farscape never would happen, I don't think Battlestar would have happened. Very likely true. I don't know if you guys are have seen any, but. um Sci-fi because they they rebranded because they wanted to add more fantasy stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but then but then everybody's mad at them because they're not creating good stuff. So yeah. they are rebranding sort of back to do, I, doing more I hard sci-fi. I don't know if you guys have mm. caught it, but Dark Matter no, I seen is inc- is incredible. I had those two new series. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's dark, I love Dark Matter. Really dark good. Matter. Yeah. Dark Matter is a hard sci-fi. Awesome. Bunch of bunch of people hard, yeah. on a ship. Mm-hmm. Spa- uh, sci-fi show it's a great show I you know Adam will not it. watch it until after it's all done yes I look forward to those series being completed <laughs> and released on DVD so that I can watch them yeah. alright alright uh, <laughs> well we'll definitely have to come back and discuss specific episodes uh, and we'll get more detail because I'm mm-hmm. sure you guys can talk more oh, yeah. about Farscape but, uh, I think, well, I think, I think on, a, on a later thing we really need to talk about everything involving the aliens on Earth because that that could be an entire that's an entire episode. It's just the experience of the aliens on Earth and the experience of the humans on Earth dealing with the aliens. Oh yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah. that was a huge yeah yeah uh, yeah. portion of that. Yeah, we can so keep talking this on. Mm-hmm. So I'll make sure and bring you guys back, and we'll discuss more for us like in the future. Yeah. So thank you guys for joining me. I want to thank John and. Adam and Josh. If they want to find you online, where can they find you, Adam? I'm at Hubuck, H-O-O-B-U-K on Twitter. Josh? At do underscore addict on uh, Instagram and Twitter. And? Uh, at Instagram, West Coast Ann, and 30, and that's 3-0. John? At John T.M. Higgins on Twitter. And I am uh, at Geeky Fanboy on all the platforms. Thanks again, guys, for joining us, and we will talk to you next time. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed that discussion. It was a lot of fun. You can tell these guys really, really loved Farscape. You can find the Geek Roundtable all over social media. If you want to email us, you can do that at thegeekroundtable at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at geek underscore roundtable. You can find me, Kenny, at geekyfanboy. If you want to read about our guest host or any kind of show note information, you can do that on our main website at thegeekroundtable.com. All right, well, that's going to do it for this episode of The Geek Roundtable. Thank you for listening, and I hope you come back for the next one. Take care. That was a scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the newcomers podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. 
This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the newcomer's podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. The Geek Roundtable Podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0, United States license, all rights reserved. Thank you.